0: Yeah, just focusing on um, the things that he can control. I know that sounds cliche, but, you know, I think the prep throughout the week and then just being a great communicator, you know, verbal and nonverbal, I think you got to do a good job uh, overemphasizing the communication piece, um, not only to the core of the offense, but the perimeter as well. Uh, and realize it's the same game, you know, it's not like we're going to Canada and they're going to change the rules, you know. It's going to be the same game. It's going to be a little louder and, and uh, playing on a, at a different location. You Tennessee, right?
1: Yeah, I was born in Tennessee. Do you have any, I know you grew up
0: in Georgia, but do you have any balls, memories, or anything like that from
1: growing up?
0: Man, I got all kind of family that's diehard Tennessee fans, you know. So, yeah, my uh, my uncle's family and all that crew, and they live in uh, Crossville. My mom and dad went to Tennessee Tech. Um, We moved to Georgia when I was about two years old, right? So my mom's parents owned a tobacco farm in Sparta, Tennessee. My dad grew up in Salina, Tennessee. Uh, So, yeah, know all about the Vols for sure. Florida
2: fans this week, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) If they're not, they won't be at the game, I can promise you that. (laughs)
3: Jalen said
4: he's been practicing catching passes since the day after he got the cast on. Can you speak to his progress throughout the fall and how big that play was for him?
0: Yeah, man, I think it's impressive. Um, You know, the kid got banged up, made a decision that he was going to play through. Could have had a surgical procedure that would have put him out. but maybe got him back a few weeks earlier, or he could just wear the cast, deal with the pain management. Uh, it really says a lot about the kid's character because he knew our situation with Jaden Hill being out. So uh, he was in the rotation, chose to wear, you know, go the long haul there, and then for him to make a pick six at a critical moment, I think was big. So, you know, he's a new player. You know, I think we had. We got like 44 freshman, sophomore, first-year players that played in the game the other day. So, he's one of those, right? So, um, you know, hats off to Kimber. You know, he's he's been a very consistent, steady player, and, and hopeful that he can continue to improve. All right, thank you, coach. All right, guys, thank y'all.
5: Well, you just heard the comments of Florida football coach Billy Napier, a rather short presser today, about uh, 15 minutes. But welcome into this Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98. one FM, 8.50 a.m. WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. The Gator could be Shane Matthews alongside Brad is uh, producing today. We will take your phone calls, questions, and comments, three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at WRUF.com. Gators go to Rocky Top. College game day is going to be there. Uh, this, I mean, obviously for Tennessee, Shane, because Florida, even in bad times, Florida has owned Tennessee. F- Tennessee has won four games against Florida in this century. In this huh. century. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it, you know they're licking their chops there. We'll see in five days, I guess.
6: Should be a great atmosphere. Um, I haven't been back to Knoxville since 1992. I'm anxious to – it's one of the great venues in all of college football. It's a, it's a tremendous environment. Uh, should be a lot of fun.
5: Well, looking back now, you know, with a day or two to chew on what happened, the good news is – If you're a Gator fan, Florida won the game. But some warts are are still exposed. Let me ask this, because somebody asked me this, Shane. Does one, can one player make a big difference? Example, Ventrell Miller. Okay, USF ran the ball, I want to say it will, but effectively Mm -hmm. against Florida. Can one person, if Miller plays, does he change that dynamic?
6: He helps, but, I mean, it, it, I mean, they were gashing us. Um, you know, it was just the, the front seven. I, I mean, I, somebody's going to change my mind. Uh, I know people are like, well, they played pretty well against Kentucky. I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, Kentucky's offensive line is one of the worst I've seen in the SEC in a long time. South Florida's offensive line, in my mind, was much better than Kentucky's. Um, but, it, you know, time will tell every game is different. We didn't play great in some phases, some plays the other night. We found a way to win the game. At the end of the year, nobody's going to remember how close it was.
5: Uh, But I was surprised. I, I really thought we would roll South Florida. All right, I got some emails here. Can you compare and contrast Napier's wide receiver route combinations to Mullins?
6: They're all about the same.
5: I mean, they're usually.
6: Yeah, everybody has the same routes. Right. I mean, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Steve Spurrier, everybody's got it all. I mean, it's not like somebody has something that they're keeping in their back pocket.
5: It's a secret. Uh, William says, I don't care what Napier says about Richardson's help. The first design run for Richardson wasn't until the third quarter, which tells me one of two things. Either he's not right health-wise, or the play calling was inept. I don't believe Napier is inept. Something's not right with Anthony. We have doctors now that know this.
7: Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I know you
5: and Shane will say teams are forcing us to throw. Well, yes. But if we're not – but if we are able – not able to scheme up some plays and allow Anthony the chance to make a guy miss with his athleticism, is it going to be a, it's going to be a long season. At least 10 plays a game need to be him using his legs. I stand by that. It's going to be critical moving forward. If he's not healthy, uh, let's go with Kitna, well, or Miller, because we won't win in Knoxville if Richardson doesn't make an impact with his legs. I'm going to tell you So we might as well
6: put number 33 on him and let him play tailback.
5: Yeah, they won't win in Knoxville if Richardson doesn't throw the ball effectively. Yeah, I mean, people have
6: the wrong misconception about the quarterback play. I don't know what the heck they've been watching for the last 100 years. The quarterback is the guy that is supposed to complete passes, okay? Yes, the dual threat has come along, but you want a guy who can complete passes as well as run. I don't believe Anthony's injured. He may be hurt, but everybody's hurt that plays the game of football. I use the example. Florida State, 1991. Two top five teams. It's third play of the game. I get clobbered in the pocket. High ankle sprain. Torn meniscus in the right knee. Played the entire game. Had surgery the next day. Okay. Warfel played multiple games with a shoulder strap on his shoulder. A point to this is you play hurt. However, he ran down, he looked pretty healthy when he's running down the interceptions and making tackles. So but the point is, is whether he's hurt or not, I don't care if you have to tape up his ankles, we have to complete passes. That's the only way an offense will work.
5: I agree. Daryl, hello. Daryl, go ahead. Daryl, you there? Is this is the Okay. Let's see we can get them here.
2: Hey, Steve. Daryl.
5: Okay. Hey.
2: Hey, uh, guys, a few comments. Going to make the road trip up there leaving Thursday. Um, Shane, what kind of defense does uh, Tennessee run? They run a 3-4 or a 4-3. What do they run?
6: Uh, I haven't looked into them yet. I'll start looking in tomorrow. I want to say they run a 4-3. Uh, not 100% sure. Uh, but But they're going to – if you're asking because the three, four with those outside backers can cause what Stoops did here. Here's here is what people are doing. Okay. They don't think we can complete passes. Obviously they're slow rushing, which allows them to keep Anthony in their vision instead of rushing up the field where he can get step up in the pocket and have running lanes. And then they're just forcing him. They're playing zone behind it where there's clogged up throwing lanes and making him read and make accurate throws, and everybody's going to do that. And people say, "Well, well we got to make adjustments." Well, all you can do is call pass plays and get people open, which we had people open against Kentucky. We had people open the other night. He's struggling right now. I don't know how else to put it.
2: Yeah, and I'm 100 percent agreement with you, Shane. If he was so hurt. Why is he running people down after he uh, throws a pick? I mean, that's ludicrous. These people hollering, he's hurt. Well, I mean, he was—he got—you know—it's so amazing how fans turn on somebody. You know, he was Cam Newton week one and Heisman Trophy candidate. Now everybody's wanting to bench him and stuff. It's just—it's just crazy to me.
5: Well, he's standing up right now, speaking to the media. Exactly. So I mean, he unless he announces he's hurt. There's a difference
6: between being hurt and being injured. If you're injured, you're standing in warm-up suits on the sideline. Like Ventrell Miller was. Correct. Everybody that runs out of that tunnel that plays, whether it's at Pop Warner level, NFL, if you're playing football, you are dinged up in some capacity.
2: Right. Hey, real quick, uh, Shane, we know how um, Tennessee can score on offense. From a Florida offensive side of the ball, would you put all three backs in the backfield – and just slow the tempo of the game down to keep Tennessee off the field, maybe eat clock.
6: Well, you eat clock, but you don't change your system. I mean, you might see some some two backs in there at times, but just keep doing what you're doing. We're running the ball well. Uh, Hopefully, Tennessee will make some um, uh, mistakes defensively and go for the dive guy in our zone read so Anthony can pull it. But teams right now are saying, you know what, we're going to make you hand the ball off. Uh, So we'll see what Tennessee has up their sleeve.
5: All right, thank you, Daryl. Okay, Appreciate your call. Yep, Norm, you're up. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Great. Good.
8: Uh, question: Do you do both of you? I'm sure believe that coaches in one sport can learn from coaches in another sport.
5: Yeah, to some to, to some extent, sure.
8: Okay, so my question is: in, in basketball, here's your hypothetical: If you're the coach of the Celtics back in the day, both of you, you got Larry Bird and Greg Kite on your team. Ten seconds to go, and you need one basket. So you design it to Greg Kite because that will surprise everyone. Right? Shocking. But we don't do that. As, As basketball coaches, we go to our strength. So my question is, and you've heard this, when it's first and goal on the five, why are we going to our weakness? Why do we throw it to Greg Kite?
6: Okay, so here's what happened. It was an RPO, which pretty much every play in everybody's playbook t- nowadays, regardless of what level of football you play, is an RPO, meaning a run is called, everybody is blocking the run, and then there's a pass pattern attached to it. It's usually something quick, because if you don't throw it quick, you got linemen lin- downfield. We had a fade. It's one-on-one. Everybody, you got a ton of dudes in the box. That was the correct read. It was a bad throw, but if he does hand it off, It's a walk-in touchdown. So there's two things to that. Make a better throw if you decide to do that as the quarterback, and it doesn't have to be any quarterback, or the coaches will have to say you no longer have the freedom in the pass option. You're going to hand it off if we call this play.
9: Okay. Thanks,
5: Thanks, Norm. Uh, Let's see here. I was going to call here. Rick, welcome. Rick, go ahead.
10: Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I didn't hear my name. Excuse me. Um, I have a couple of questions, one for both you and Shane, please. Um, I was curious about your opinion on Trevor Etienne, and do you think we might use him a little bit more uh, in a running back position? He seems to be pretty dynamic. And my second question, specifically for Shane, is about – Jaden Daniels, quarterback for LSU. Has he had a chance to see him play? And what is his opinion?
6: I'll I'll go first. He's he's okay. He's just a runaround guy. I didn't get to see him play against Mississippi State. I saw him against FSU. I saw him play some at Arizona State. Uh I, I think LSU's got quarterback problems. That'll be my answer.
5: Uh, uh to, your, that, to your other you. to your other question? Montreal Johnson's Come dynamic. On. He averaged seventeen yards a carry the other night.
6: Yeah, so here's the deal. We have three really good running backs. I've said ever since the uh, spring, I thought Montreal Johnson was our clearly our best running back. Obviously, ETN wasn't here in the spring. Uh, he's he's going to be a good player, but you're, they're going to lean heavy on number two. Now, people, why is he only getting so many touches? Well, you got to remember, we didn't have the football very much in this game.
5: And, and the, right. their pattern has been rotation to, rota- to rotate them, and they're rotating three guys. So that means, unless they change that, you're not going to have a back that's going to get 20 carries. And even if they, on- and they only ran 48 plays the other night, let's say they run 70 plays, which is about right, okay? Well, all those plays aren't runs, so you divide that by three, an extra 20 plays, 18 plays. That's about six more carries. So, you know, a guy might have 12, 13 carries if they continue to to, to go with the three-headed back deal.
10: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it and really uh, value your opinion. And I love it, Shane, when you're on the air as well. Thank you.
5: Okay. Thank you, you, Rick. Lewis is next. Hi, Lewis. Hey, Steve. Thanks
10: for the call. Um, i my call. Listen, I... Oh, I was wrong last week. I, 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 I said the Gators would win, but I thought it would be a low-scoring game. I thought it would be, and I said 17-10 because I figured it would be real close, and, of course, it was real close. Let me say this, uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, until he gets his mood deal back and, and, and gets a little more accuracy, when his receivers have guys as close on them, as close as they were, the other night, uh, especially the one that he finally did get to. Uh that it was kind looked like a back shoulder throw or something. The guy went up high and got the ball. Anthony needs to to, to run it or, or hand it off uh, until he gets his accuracy. And then if they're playing a four three or three four, you may need to put those running backs into the pass route, you know, and not let keep him in the throw you know, the best way to beat those linebackers put a fast back uh, up the middle and out for a pass route. That'll cause those linebackers to go with him. Now you've got some running lanes in the middle uh, for Anthony if there's a lane that he can take off if everybody's covered. But i got to tell you, Anthony has not seen what he saw last year in the receiver. Those guys, yeah, you had some guys open, uh, and he missed a few, but he just doesn't have the option of like Trask did uh, with, with a lot of guys open and, and, and really run some decent routes. I just didn't see it. He needs to be told, hey, you, you're man-covered, you run it, or you throw it away because right now those turnovers are killing us. All right. I'd like to see if you can get those backs out into some routes.
5: All right, Lewis, thank you. I'll, I'll defer to Shane here because he knows way more than I do. But if you're telling me the best option for the quarterback is to run the ball there's a lot of trouble there's a lot of trouble and if you want to blame it on bad route running if you want to blame it on scheme if you want to blame it on the quarterback I don't think you can blame it on it's a combination of stuff right the quarterback Shane's right not that you can't have a dual threat guy at quarterback that's that's what most guys are now but you've got to be able to throw the football for an offense to succeed. 1229, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
11: From the the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM,
12: 850 AM, WRUF. Hello, friend. Al Pernell here sausage man for Purnell's old folks country sausage people ask me how old folks sausage got its name well old folks was my daddy's nickname he got it when he was a little boy being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things that's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old time way and that's still how we make it today try Purnell's old folks country sausage because it's good Southeast Cargency at
5: 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, the place I have gone for my vehicles for many, many years. A lot of good reasons for that. The vehicles are great are great. They've lasted me a long time. Low maintenance. Sales staff that doesn't try to hard sell you, works with you to get the vehicle that you want. Most importantly, however, it's trust. Look, when you're in business for over forty years, that means something. And when you drive around town, you'll see a ton of vehicles with Southeast Car Agency tags that, again, tells you how many people have cars from there, how many people trust the business. Go online, secars.com. You can see what's there right now. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue. And, of course, when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency.
13: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat, and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown
7: radiant credit union could cover your car payments for a whole year are you listening a year we don't want to be responsible for any fomo or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out so here's your heads up right now you can save big with a radiant credit union auto loan at an amazingly low rate plus no payments for 90 days and you could win your car payments for a year but hurry this offer ends september 30th visit radiantcu.org slash auto loan and get started federally insured by ncua
14: no purchase necessary see website for contest rules
15: Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all.
14: Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Term supply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
3: You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and find jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins? Don't be afraid
16: to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price.
3: IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry.
16: We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that there, and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to, so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer's going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want.
3: Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and
16: then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check.
3: International Diamond Center, online at ShopIDC.com.
17: Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tahoe fiberglass runabouts and deck boats help families escape the heat. Looking at saltwater fishing boats? Mako combines the spirit of adventure with a legacy of trust. Nitro fiberglass bass boats are designed to make you a champion. Tracker all welded aluminum boats are powered by mercury. Tracker boats at your authorized Tracker marine dealer. Polaris of Gainesville.
11: Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If
15: you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side jet ski or motorcycle of any make or model, our customers are asking and we want to give them what they want. So we're paying top dollar right now for your used power sports
14: vehicle. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua.
11: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
14: Scattered showers and storms
4: are possible, especially north and east of Gainesville, as highs today reach into the mid and even upper 80s in a couple of spots. We'll see mostly cloudy skies throughout the afternoon and into the early evening before eventually shower chances to dwindle. Partly cloudy skies are expected tonight. Patchy fog could develop by early tomorrow morning with lows around 70. Tomorrow highs near 90. From the further
1: Center, our meteorologist Justin Battler. And now the, the,
17: the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan
7: Patrick. <laughs>
17: By the way, in case you're wondering, and I did have a lot of people saying, "Hey, are you watching the game?" Because I have direct TV. I took out my phone, and I had Amazon Prime on my phone. Yes. Sir.
4: By halftime, I'd ordered a new uh, bathrobe <laughs> and uh, a <laughs> pair of slippers and a
17: crockpot. That's not
11: true. You did not. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
6: Looking for the best pizza in town, head on over Sports to Sports
11: Scene with Steve Russell continues, here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
6: As you were saying, looking for the best pizza in town, head on over to Leonardo's and Milhoffer. The pizza and garlic
5: knots are incredible and we'll have you coming back for more. That's Leonardo's Pizza Milhoffer. We're so excited today to talk to you. That, um, By the way, Jonesy, <laughs> uh, who's an FSU guy, says, uh, I remember last week you said, no way LSU will beat Mississippi State. I don't think I said no way, but I didn't think, I thought Mississippi State would win. Uh, what do you think about LSU? They're playing a lot better and by Florida State beating them, how does that win look for the semis?
6: I mean, it probably looks good. You know, I, I didn't get to see much of that game, but I think it was 16 nothing State, and their reliable punt returner fumbled a punt in their own territory, and that kind of opened the floodgates. Yeah, but they just went stagnant yeah. offensively.
5: I Again, guess an LSU team that I don't think is that good, but we'll see. Ryan, hello. Ryan, hello. Sorry, I was on mute. How you all doing today? Good. Good.
18: Calling up here from Jacksonville, uh, question for you because uh, Ar's personal coach, Jenny Thompson's up here in Jacksonville on local radio up here a lot. Just want to get your thoughts. Um, I mean, you know, superstar or wanting to be a superstar college quarterback, a lot of a lot of stuff to do. You got coaching, in-house coaching, Napier coaching. Is there almost a degree to too much coaching? Maybe particularly in season. You know, during the summer, these passing camps, I think they're great for him. But you know, when Anthony's coming off of a game, talking to Danny as as a coach who's an on-air passing academy coach, and then he's got Napier and the team there. Is there a possibility there's just too much going on, too much moving, too many, you know, cooks in the kitchen?
6: That's a good question. Uh, I used to train young kids because I love working with fundamentals at a young age, and I always told them, I was like, look, I'm going to teach you the fundamentals here, but you have to do what your coach that you play for tells you. Um, I, I've never been a big fan of once you get to a certain age that you need to train with people. Um and again, we can go throw on air all day long in a facility or on a practice field somewhere. That ain't playing football. And everybody's gonna right. look good. Uh it comes down to playing when the bullets are firing and he needs I'm sure he's listening. I mean he Billy's in his ear all the time. I mean, Billy coaches the quarterbacks, they meet all all the time together. Um he's a really good running quarterback that's trying to figure out how to throw the football.
18: Yeah, and I, I just the well, one comment after the Kentucky game that you know they had, like I mentioned, they have Denny on air up here and I think he's an overall good guy, but he's he mentioned something like, you know, the staff mentioned to him he looked stiff. He looked like he, you know, was putting too much pressure on himself, and that's just kind of something that's concerning. Because I think one, one thing in the Utah game that we saw is it looked like a guy who was out there having fun, you know. And I think these past two games, you could tell it's a guy who's not having fun. And I, you know, hopefully that gets worked out because the whole notion of he's tammy, he's, he's whatever, all of that stuff does need to stop. He needs to be Anthony, and he needs to get back out there and. Doing the right stuff to you know help this team win. So appreciate
5: it, guys. Ryan, thank you. Matt, welcome to Sports Scene.
4: Hey guys. Um, Shane, do you think him being in twelve personnel is helping him? Hmm. I mean, it just it seems like maybe there's cluttering too much up there at the line. Do you think we just went a little wider and gave him the you know just gave more targets to throw to, or, or and then if they weren't there, he can just take off and run? It just seems like the twelve personnel doesn't really suit his. his uh, his playing style yeah
6: that's about about the only I brought that up to Steve and I mentioned it on air the other night that's the only you know it's easy for anybody to sit here and criticize this that and the other but uh, we play 12 personnel a lot I think there's a reason behind that I think it's to help in the run game I think it's also to help in the protection where they chip on the way out Um, I hear what you're saying but my other concern is if we do go four wides or i mean i would love to go a lot of 11 personnel with just one tight end because i think our tight mm-hmm. i think our tight ends are just guys um but if you go five wides or four wides it concerns me from a protection standpoint of him knowing where to go with the football on blitz if a team blitz us or pressure us uh but mm-hmm. it also as you said it can give him some running lanes but what teams are going to do from this point on in my opinion is what you've seen the last couple of years. I call it a soft rush. Nobody's going to rush him real hard because when you have a guy who has great running ability, the last thing you need to do is give him running lanes where he can step up. So you're going to see guys just kind of never getting deeper than him, and it just clogs up his vision and his running lanes.
4: It's a tough call. I'll be honest with you. And I hate to say this, but I'm just not seeing much. I'm just seeing another Jordan Reed. And I'll be honest with you, I think he'd make a hell of a tight end in the, in the NFL. Talk to you guys later.
5: All right, thanks. Uh, Mike says, last year Anthony was running over uh, stiff-arming South Florida players. This year he runs out of bounds early to avoid getting touched. Like his Nothing main, wrong with that. Seems his main goal is to protect his body for the NFL <laughs> and not win games. Muschamp champ tried this style of offense. It didn't work here. Napier's gonna have to change his offense. You aren't gonna win many games having only twenty plays and a half.
6: Well, that, that, the defense needs to stop somebody to get the ball back. Right, you're, that's you're, not the offense's fault. I mean, yeah. offense needs to stay on the field, yes. but you got to complete passes.
5: Yes, and the defense has to get the other team off the yeah, field. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the greatest team sport there is. Don, welcome to Sports Scene.
19: Hey, Steve, how y'all doing? Good. Hey, hey, Steve. Um, no, just looking at this, watching the game, it seems like the younger guys on in an, the transfer guys seem like they're they're doing more than the guys who's been there around. It's kind of concerning to see that the guys who's transferred and the younger guys seem to be having more production than the older guys. Is that? I, I really don't understand that. But and then with Anthony, you think he do lost a little bit of confidence? I'm, I'm ashamed. Do you, you think Anthony don't lost Look, little confidence in himself, or uh, you see like you're playing kind of scared. What do you think about that?
6: Well, he's definitely off confidence. I mean, he said it in his press conference himself after uh, Kentucky. Um, he just hasn't – I mean, look, it, 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 Steve can tell you, I never pitched. I played shortstop. But if a pitcher can't throw strikes, it's in your head, and the coach is eventually going to pull you because you can't just continue walking people. That's happened uh, to me. Yeah, <laughs> and so, you know – Kentucky, we had guys open. We just did complete passes. Uh, and and it's in his head right now. And, you know, he threw two picks the other night, um, not on great throws. Look, he's going to throw more interceptions. I have no problem with throwing interceptions. It's some of the how you throw interceptions that can hurt you. Let me tell you something, Don, about
5: your point about younger players having better production. Let me give you the receiving the other night. Zipperer, Henderson, Shorter, Whittemore, and Pearsall—all were targeted the most. All but one of those players was here last year.
12: okay.
5: Right. So, I mean, the, yeah. there's there's no new, the only new player is Pearsall in there, and he's a transfer, but he you know he's played. So, it isn't brand new guys that are in there. Those guys have been in the program. Well,
6: here's what's here's the interesting. I was telling somebody this other day. Our two best players, in my opinion, were Raging Cajuns last year.
19: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The transfers seem to be doing better than guys who's been around. That's what I was saying, Oh, I got you. Okay,
5: yeah. Yeah, uh, Pearsall, yes. Uh, But he knew Montreal Johnson, obviously. And Rosier's Torrance. Yeah, he knew Torrance. So, yeah. So, that's
6: that's why I think people need to realize he can evaluate talent and – I, I mean, I'm not. I just don't think we have a great roster. But I think in year three, it's going to be outstanding.
5: Don, yeah,
19: some of the guys are not okay.
5: All right, thank you for your call, Don. Twelve forty-five time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF.
11: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF.
20: Good afternoon. I'm Cherry Chick. Florida women's tennis will kick off their 2022 fall season today in the Lubbock 15K event. The Gators will look to improve their record after making their biggest run in the NCAA tournament last season since winning the national championship in 2017. The Tampa Bay Bucks now moved to a 2-0 record after defeating the New Orleans Saints 20-10 last night. The Bucks defense continued to be the force with five takeaways and six sacks, while Tom Brady led the offense by throwing 190 yards and one touchdown. Week two of the NFL season continues tonight as the Buffalo Bills looks to secure the home opener against the Tennessee Titans. Coverage for the game begins here at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Cherry Chick.
11: 1 FM, AM, WRUF.
5: The Road Heaver Boys Ranch is located in Palatka, and they need your help now to help them. If you have an unused or unwanted car, truck, RV, or boat, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The facility houses at risk young boys from troubled homes, and it is sustained by donated vehicles. They learn real life skills, they repair the vehicles themselves they resell them themselves as well. Your donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping a really great cause. Your generosity does a lot of good in this case. More information, it's easy. Google Boys Ranch Polatka or go to rbr.org, and that's how you can learn more. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetic's Now, you've put it off long enough, it's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550.
14: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can
13: end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may
21: qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
16: At IDC, you're going to see more diamonds and diamond jewelry than you ever imagined in one place. At prices you never thought possible. IDC owner Keith LeClaire. Nobody's ever accused me of not having enough diamonds. I got over 50,000 diamonds in stock. All shapes, all sizes, all price points.
3: We're talking 30 times the selection of ordinary jewelry stores all at rock bottom, no middleman prices, right? We refuse to be beat on any diamond, any price, anywhere, period. And relax. At IDC, there's no pressure. No commission salespeople, no pricing games. In fact, we'll show you the inside secrets of the diamond industry and teach you how to maximize value. At IDC,
16: you get to buy like a dealer buys.
3: All this plus a free lifetime warranty on any purchase, a 110% diamond upgrade guarantee, and over 4,000 designer rings you won't find anywhere else. We
16: are the 800-pound gorilla, and you'll see the difference the minute you walk in the store. International Diamond Center. If you're in the market to buy a diamond and you don't come to IDC, you are nuts.
3: At Celebration (laughs) Point.
15: Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement.
11: From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators.
0: This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
6: If your business struggles to keep employees, give StaffLink a call at
5: 877-899-LINK and ask for Heather. No business is too small. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Shane, here just till 1.30 today. So we'll try to get as many calls and emails for him as we can. Troy, hello.
9: Hey, guys. Yeah, when we get all our, our quarterbacks back, our backup quarterback healthy and all that, do you think we'll go to a two quarterback system like Spurrier did? I mean, how somebody can run the ball like Richardson and somebody can pass the ball?
6: You know, that's that's a great question. Um, I don't think we'll know that for another couple of weeks. I think Jack Miller's still in a thumb. Jack's a really good thrower of the football. I, I, I When I saw him, uh, in the spring and he was clearly our best thrower. And um I, I do think he would have played the last two games with Anthony uh, struggling, but Anthony's a starter and uh hopefully they'll they'll f- figure out a way to get him going and Tennessee will make some mistakes on defense to allow him to make some plays.
9: Yeah, I understand. I'll be just that. Like, Spurger used a two quarterback system he wasn't afraid to. I've just wondered
22: this coaching staff, you think they would or not?
6: I don't know. I mean, Coach only did okay. that for like one or two games. People think he right. did it a bunch. Yes. He, what he would do, though, he would he would bench somebody for a couple yeah. of series and then bring them back.
5: Right. Okay, well, thanks, guys. And go-gators. Troy, thank you. Um, Charles says, Seems our players enroll here with minimal knowledge of how to play, and then it seems it takes two or three years for them to be good at their trade. No, I don't know how to answer that. Um, Andy says, Pearsall didn't see the field until two minutes left in the first quarter. How do you basically keep your best receiver off the field in the first quarter?
6: Well, he could. You know, people want to talk about being hurt. We all know he's got
5: a foot injury. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. Bobby, uh, in your honest opinion, to you, Shane, as a former quarterback, what do you believe A.R. ceiling is as a passer? He's never been a high percentage completion guy. A lot of picks. Is he getting good hands on the job training?
6: Absolutely, he is. I've I've said since he signed here. Th- that he, I saw him play, I coached against him for three straight years. He's not a great thrower, never will be. Um, you just don't become accurate, and you don't learn anticipation. It's just stuff that you, you're you blessed with. He's blessed with a strong arm and a body
5: that can do a lot of things. Let's get John here. John, welcome.
9: Yeah, this is for Shane. Um, I want to ask you a question about AR's release. I look at him, and I think he's got one of the most compact releases I've seen since Dan Marino. Am I wrong?
6: Uh I wouldn't go to Dan Marino with it. I mean it's 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 okay. I mean I it's quick but it's a little long to me. Um uh, but but that ain't got nothing to do with the but but I mean everybody's got different releases. Um but his is pretty good.
9: Yeah I was just thinking you know it comes out he's I thought he was more compact than winding up. I really did. Am I wrong?
6: No, I mean you may be right. I haven't. I mean, none of that matters to me other than throwing completions.
5: Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, John. Tony, welcome to Sports team. Tony, go ahead. Yes. Uh, how you doing?
9: Good. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Uh, I was hearing somebody talk about the twelve personnel um, earlier, and I think that's a, they made a good point. Uh, this is very reminiscent of to me. Of back when Charlie Ward began to play f s u um he he threw a bunch of picks when they were trying to run that pro style offense when they finally opened up eleven personnel um and even ten personnel where they uh, where they just opened the field and the lanes made it easier for him and he turned he turned the corner I think that would be you know great for something like a r to go through where it would basically become basketball on on the field which I know. That's not Napier's style, but I think that would just help him going forward. They see the field. They open the field up for him, passing lanes and running lanes. What do you guys think?
6: I hear where you're coming from. Uh, my two um, things that I would say to that are Charlie Ward was an elite thrower of the football. He had every pitch in his in the arsenal. And FSU had a bunch of first-round draft picks at wide receiver. <laughs> we ain't got none.
9: He did throw like 11 picks in the
6: first No, game. no, I'm not I'm not worried about his interception. I'm talking about yeah. – I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying Charlie was extremely accurate and yeah. had touch and knew when what kind of throws to make, but he also had some horses on the outside. Yeah. I just don't know if we have that type of personnel. But I, 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 I do agree with you. I would love to spread it out a little bit because I think having our tight ends in the game – or kind of a waste.
9: And one last question I can take it off. Air. Um I know people hate to hear this, but are we missing Copeland and his down the field play?
6: I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember him making any plays down the field last year. Maybe one against South Florida. But I don't Up
9: against LSU.
5: Well, but how many how many of those plays occur <clears throat> occur in a game? one or two. So and you got to get the ball to him. P- people Which forget. I don't care if you have Jerry Rice playing receiver; he's pretty good. But the guy, the guys throwing to him, Steve Young and Joe Montana, were pretty good, right? You need that combination.
9: I agree, but you know, if, if it don't table one completion deep completion, and it changed the defense coordinator, holy concept. Well, they completed
6: team with team. we completed a ball deep to. Uh... Shorter, shorter the other night.
5: Didn't change much. Gotcha. You got to be. We got to be I able. We got to sure. be able to make all the all other right. throws. Tony, thank you for your call. Let's get uh, Adam. Adam, hello.
8: Hey guys, uh, great show so far. Um, appreciate you, Shane, being on the show. Hey, um, I've been a little bit critical. Um, uh, I guess for good reason in some respects, but um, I, I had a, a different perspective. I was hoping to get. I know both of y'all have done some coaching. And I want to get your uh, uh, answer to this. I had a different perspective after after watching the USF game um, with Billy Napier in specific and his play calling, which everybody seems to be up in arms about. How much is Napier using these three games to not only learn what we do well, but also setting this team up? the run through the sec especially a road game in tennessee um it, i heard you say shane earlier that you okay know, we
5: got a minute hey, left go ahead so
8: you, you even said there has to be you have to pass the ball in an off so i believe that he's using these three games to refine the system that he's mm-hmm. already got in place with the guys that he's got what do you think about that?
6: that's wishful thinking no nope. we are who we are uh you know I say we got to throw the ball to win because you do. If you you just cannot run the football, you got to complete easy throws. And this doesn't matter who the quarterback is. The throws that we have missed in the first last two games, just you you got to complete at least fifty or sixty percent of them, not thirty nine or forty or whatever. I mean, it just you can't win like that. And, and Adam, if you're going to
5: refine your word, the offense, well. You just you lost an SEC game in the process. You don't refine. You you got to go out there and try to win that game on that day.
6: Yeah, they're not saving anything if that's what you're thinking.
8: No, I think he he wants to win the game at the end of the game. He's 16 of 19 in one score games. I've I've done a little studying on Billy Napier. I, I appreciate y'all's answer. Go Gators. Okay,
5: Adam, thank you. Uh, that's our first hour. Uh, Shane back for the, the a half hour and hour number two. We'll get to as many questions, calls, and comments as we can with him. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Come back and join us for Hour 2.
11: R U F Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
5: WRUF. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics. Now, you've put it off long enough, it's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Hey friends, it's Steve Russell for Scott Caldwell, your home sold guaranteed realty. Are you considering selling your home? Have you received your upfront written agreement guaranteeing the sale of your home at your price? Well, that's exactly what you get from Scott Caldwell and your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott's upfront written guarantee states your home will sell at your price and in your time frame or Scott will buy it. Having an upfront written guaranteed sale from Scott allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell as well as benefiting from the peace of mind, knowing you're going to get your price and your time frame. And included in Scott's written guarantee is the promise. You always get the highest price. You see, if at any time a better offer comes along, you get the higher offer, not Scott's guarantee. Take it from me. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com.
15: There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com. Go Gators! Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. If you're a diabetic, we have great news.
11: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
6: At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI energy center in town. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com.
5: Hey, how are you? Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Brad's producing it alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Shane, are here just to the bottom of the hour. We'll get to as many of these uh, calls and questions and comments as we can. three nine two eight two five five email email russell at com Rick, you're first. Go ahead.
22: Hey, Steve and Shane. I'm the guy that did the lawnmower comparison the other night, but I just want to ask you all a question. Uh, we're training this, this QB who's supposedly going to be a hot commodity in the next NFL draft, which means he may not be around, even though I don't understand why they want him that bad. But He's an athlete, in my opinion. He's not a quarterback. We're going to start dumping ball games shortly to these better teams. So the question is to you all is how long do we hang on to developing something that could leave almost immediately next year as opposed to develop this team, which is where we're at with this new coaching staff, supposedly, and start getting ready for the future as opposed to what's going to happen. And I know this question is a little bit premature given that we're just barely – getting halfway through the first half of the season but this time is coming when we're going to hit the hard part of this uh, schedule start losing and when do we get on with rebuilding that's my question y'all thank you
5: all right rick let me ask you a quick question you're playing for a team okay and you want to win games you don't want to be embarrassed You, you so the coach comes to you and says hey rick we're rebuilding how would you feel
22: Well, I would say I'd have to ask myself honestly, and based on the comments I'm seeing coming from Richardson, I'm not sure he's in the ballpark on this thing mentally. Uh, I would say, you know, let me fix it. But if not, put anybody in you've got to for the welfare of the team, including the cheerleaders, because if you can't coach me up, you better start making some changes with players. And then secondarily, you're going to be making changes with coaches if you guys don't get it right at some point.
5: All right, Rick, thank you. I, I, I can't I cannot imagine there's a player anywhere. Well, it happens a lot at the National Football League for those for at that level. Yeah, but yes. not at the collegiate not level. Not the collegiate level. Andrew, hello. Yes,
23: uh Steve and Shane, good afternoon. Uh, regarding Shane, the off the RPOs. Uh obviously the difference uh, we don't have to go into we know what the difference is from the other offenses. The question here is because uh, if I'm correct, just just correct me. All right, we're trying to stress the linebacker or a defensive back with that type of offense. So earlier, when you were explaining what the teams are doing on defense, uh, is right now for the short passing game, we're not being successful in in stressing or getting those linebackers to come up and play the run so we can throw the intermediate pass. Am I correct in assuming that?
6: No, so an RPO, yeah, he's only looking at like one or two defenders, and depending on what they do, he either hands the ball off or he pulls it and throws it. And right now, teams are playing somewhat soft because they're not concerned about us completing any passes. I, I, it's, it's hard to explain until you watch tape um, mm-hmm. but but the RPO one of the RPO plays the other night was one of the interceptions in the end zone. They have a run play called everybody blocks the run play. The running back runs his route, not his route but his his path. Linemen are going downfield they're they're double teaming to the second level and it's such a quick throw. It's not a penalty, so Anthony decided to throw the fade. Made a bad throw. It was the right read. But, again, I I, I have a lot of lineman friends that hate RPO because they're like, when we call a run, just turn around, and hand the damn ball off. Right. They want to go run block. Yes. Yeah. So it's hard to explain, but I hear what you're saying. I did, probably didn't explain it well. Um, That's cool. But, but, the, but, right. but regardless of RPO or any of that stuff, for Florida to be good on offense – They have to complete passes. I mean, we are not Georgia Tech with Paul Johnson running the wishbone. We are not Tommy (laughs) Frazier in Nebraska. You have to complete balls. And if you look at all the best teams in America, their quarterbacks can run a little bit, but they can
5: flat out throw the football. And just think, think, Andrew, Florida Mm -hmm. has run the ball very well considering – the spottiness in the throw in the passing game.
23: Yeah, we got good running backs, and there's ho- always hope in the offense when you got that. Where where you know it, the worst situation is we're maybe forty percent off on our game. This business about saying we're going to drop games to conference foes. Hell, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, now what the hell kind of fan that is that says something like that, but all right. have a good day.
5: Okay, Andrew, thank you. Let's get to some but, emails here. But having here. said
6: all this, I know the whole talk today is about completing passes, right, Steve? Right. Well, we got to stop people, too.
5: That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cody Joe says, are you, are you aware on 14 of 18 throws, Richardson licked his fingers before the throw? He only licked his fingers twice on runs. I wonder well, if the coaches look at this going forward. Well, so he's
6: saying that a key for the def- defensive coaching staff when they see him lick his fingers is pass play. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. He's been he's been
5: doing some scouting. Yep. Tony says uh, we were fortunate with the random PF call. I don't think we were set or in a legal formation on the game winning TD. Uh, I don't remember that play. Um. Uh, well.
6: A lot of people. Did we we do a shift or something? Yeah, complain
5: about officiating. And I guess maybe Florida got one uh, when most fans think the officials are all against Florida and never uh, call a play that's right. BB says For the Saints game, thought the Gator game was messy. I learned the hard way the NFL can, the ground can can cause a fumble if you're not down by contact. I think Georgia and Ohio State just scored again and the Saints had another turnover. Uh, Don says obviously, offensive line and running backs are our strength run the ball, protect the defense. I love the Gators, but we're fortunate to be 2-1, and one, could be 0-3. I think we're seeing why Mullen didn't play Richardson last year. When does Jack Miller come back? I haven't heard. I he might know. be back this week. Ooh, he said really? he was close. Hmm. Whatever. Now, again, what's close? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Rob, quick question for you, Shane. Notice the offensive players no longer line up and then all stare at the coaches. At the sideline, like they've done uh, in past years, does this mean that coaches have given the offense more flexibility in what plays to run or checked into at the line? This is in contrast to what Mullen was doing. Just curious. It's just noticeably absent this year. I wonder your take on how they're handling the change of plays after breaking the huddle.
6: Well, most everybody is looking your, at your position coach who's doing the signaling. The offensive linemen, I believe, are the only group not looking over there, and the
5: quarterback relays the information to those guys. Tim... Uh, Ar wears glasses because he's nearsighted. Maybe his vision needs to be checked. Does he wear t- contacts in the game? Wondering how much that affects a quarterback. I'm sure
6: he wears contacts, right? Think. Uh, Lee says. I, I believe, put it put it this way: as much screening they do and all uh, our our
5: health system or our our um, trainers training and all that, staff, yeah, they got that covered. Yeah, and then uh, Lee. I know Shane dislikes quarterbacks that run. That's not true. He wants a Ken Dorsey statue type dude. That's totally wrong. But AR running is a huge part of his game. He's like Lamar. You don't think teams scheme to take the run away from him or Cam or Kyler? They do it because they're bigger and faster. He's bigger and faster. Something's wrong with him. Those dudes that you just mentioned are
6: really good throwers. Lamar's not a great thrower, he's a good thrower. But uh, Kyler it, Murray is an elite throwing the football.
5: I think AR is injured. <laughs> He's grabbed at his ankle a few times. You can oh, see no. it in the tape running in a straight line to tackle a dude's way different than having to plant and hit a hole. And that's not true. It's not true. He just stood there today and spoke to the media. So stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. He's not hurt. Well, if, you you brought up a good point off air.
6: And 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 I hate this for any of our quarterbacks. But if Emory was still playing, good
5: gracious, could yeah. you imagine? I mean, I'm not. Look, to your point, Shane, is Anthony Richardson 100? – we don't know. Okay, but what coach? Now Jack Miller's hurt, so he's if he's, Richardson... he's
6: he's injured. He ain't hurt. Injury means you cannot play at all. Okay, yeah, I'm I, I'm not yelling no, at you. I got you. Being everybody, like I said. Everybody on the entire roster of the Florida Gators is hurt at some capacity
5: right now. Yeah. So maybe, you know, let's say Richardson's not 100%. Okay. So what coach is going to play a quarterback that's injured? Nobody. As opposed to playing a guy who's healthy? That, That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. One thirteen Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
11: Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
20: Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Silent. Following yesterday's matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints, Mike Evans has been suspended for one game for unnecessary roughness with Marshawn Lattimore. In Gator Sports... Women's tennis is kicking off their 2022 fall season today. A trio of Gators will get the season underway at the Lubbock 15K, hosted by Texas Tech. Week 2 of the NFL season concludes with a Monday night football matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. Tune in for live coverage starting right here at 8. And looking ahead, this weekend's football matchup between two ranked teams, number 20 Florida and number 11 Tennessee, has caught the attention of ESPN as college game day will be in Knoxville to preview the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Stylick.
11: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Folks, you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Arthrex is hiring. Arthrex develops innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game. If you're looking to make a difference... Join a global company that's nationally recognized for its extraordinary workplace culture and many exciting amenities and benefits, including free lunch, free on-site medical care, and a whole lot more, all starting the first day you're hired. So check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. We are all on this planet
3: together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. September is World Ozone Month, so it's a great month to get rid of all your aerosol sprays and harsh cleaning products. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
9: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
4: What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry.
9: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Dave Mays Automotive.
5: We get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMay'sAutomotive.com.
21: Dave May's Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car.
1: Hello,
12: friend. Al Purnell here, the Sausage Man, for Purnell's Old Folk's Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folk's Sausage got its name. Well, Old Folk's was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the Old Folk's and listening to their stories and learning things. That's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old-time way, and that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folk's Country Sausage, because it's good.
11: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
14: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida. And you are listening to Sports News with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everywhere in the
6: on the radio app. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. It was, was it Lee that said he said something about Ken Dorsey? Yeah. I can promise you the entire Gator Nation would take Ken Dorsey right now, Steve. He went 38-2 and two in his college career.
5: It's pretty good. Uh, okay, we're going to um, take these two calls and then... Uh, we'll uh, finish the emails because Shane's got to go early today. James, you're up first. Hello. Hey, Steve, Shane.
11: Thanks for taking my call. Yep. Um, I know everybody's focused on AR and, and the offense, so I'm going to switch over to the other side of the ball. Is it, I was at the ball game, and I looked over at my wife at one point point in one of their third and ones or fourth and ones, I said, you know, I, I have no faith at all, and I hate to say this, that we will stop them on a fourth and one. If I was them I would literally go for it every time I, I want, is it something about uh, you know the threat of a mobile a strong mobile quarterback that, that we struggle with there was, there, was there some unique blocking scheme that they figured out with us it, I, I don't know what the stats are but it just seemed like every uh, short down and distance situation they, they picked up or at least the, the majority of them was that did that seem like y'all to be something that, that's gonna haunt our defense for
17: a while?
6: Well, if you heard me talk all summer long, that was my biggest concern on this team was the front seven defensively. I didn't think we were SEC caliber there. Um, You know, and we played well at times against Kentucky, but I think Kentucky's offensive line is one of the poorest I've seen in the conference in years. It's going to be an issue all year long. If you look at next year's uh, committed kids uh, that they've recruited, uh, it's full of wide receivers and defensive linemen. That right there tells you uh, what what this team needs immediately.
17: Gotcha. All right. Well, I hope they can tighten it up. Thanks
5: All right. You guys. Thank you, James. All right. Gator Jim uh, says he's looking forward to going to Knoxville. Been there a few times. Jeff says enjoys uh, listening and to the show. I was surprised USF's quarterback was a transfer. Seemed to have control of their offense. They played confidently and motivated football. As the HBC says, everybody has players nowadays. Too many times was he upsets in these so-called sleeper games. They had like 22 Power 5 transfers. Yep. Um, let's see. Pat says, I know UF has to complete passes in order to have success. I've heard Shane say, uh, Richard's not an accurate thrower. That's certainly been the case. My question is, how do you improve that? You don't. It seems to me you're an accurate passer or you're not. That's, hey, I just said it a few minutes ago. God blesses you with accuracy
6: and anticipation somehow, just like he blesses people with strong arms and
5: Fast twitches to be fast. Um, It is what it is. Rick says, do you think these run-first offenses in the SEC, Ole Miss, Arkansas, et cetera, can hold up through an entire SEC schedule?
15: Uh,
6: Yes, but Arkansas throws it a bunch. Ole Miss threw it a bunch last year. I think they're trying to figure out what they want
5: to do, which quarterback they want to play. Yeah, Jackson Dart. Uh, Steven says, Pitt's the only good team the Vols have played so far. Took Tennessee into overtime when the total yards equal. you think playing on the road could actually be beneficial for Florida and recharge them? We'll see. We haven't seen uh, this crew go on the road yet. Yep. Time will tell. That place will be
6: crazy. Oh, it's going to be crazy.
5: Ryan says congrats to Mary Wise and the volleyball team. Yes. Yep. Um, record crowd. Really good win for them. Um, through three games, Florida's quarterback has more tackles than TD passes. True. That's yeah, that's not, not a good, good stat. Todd says, obvious, our O-line and running backs are the strength of the team. Our third quarter slumbers continue. Are we not able to make offensive adjustments at the half to get the pass game going? Well, the pass game
6: isn't really going. The the only way you get a pass game going is is to throw
5: completions. And he says, should we have AR play a different position to highlight his skill (laughs) set? I think if you asked Anthony Richardson that, I think the answer, I think we know what it would be. Joe says, hopefully they'll start putting Whittemore and Pearsall on the field at the same time. What I've seen are the two best receiver options. I'd like to see one of the young tight ends get some playing time. Um, I, I would
6: like to see Trent. Trent's a really good player. He does so many little things that don't show up. Uh, tight end-wise, I, I, I'd be fine not even playing with a tight end, but we
5: have to. Uh, let's see here. Tampa Mike, can you break down the differences between Miller and Richardson? benefits, et cetera. If Florida's not getting much from Richardson in the run, does that limit the difference in the two and the advantage Florida would have with AR at the quarterback position? Do you think Napier will play Miller someone healthy or will he shy away from a quarterback controversy?
6: I firmly believe that he would have played in the last two games. Uh, He's a really good thrower. Uh, When I saw him in the spring, he was clearly our best thrower of the football. Uh, He's a little, he's kind of, he's got a little running in him, not a lot, just enough.
5: But, um, smart kid throws the ball well we shall see what happens greg says uh today we have your argument your our argumentative attitudes um we we act like we are the buddhas of college football and yes. the rest of us are ignorant simpletons um well greg what are we what are, what are we arguing about here I, I don't know and here's the other thing it's just like when you're asked to make a prediction of a game people don't want to hear what you have to say if if god forbid you know a media person picks the other team to win well then you're a traitor you're whatever so if you would like us to just say to every caller you're right good thank you for calling how boring would that be and the whole idea is opinion right I ask for your opinion I gladly take it. Well, if people ask our opinion, that's, and if we don't happen to agree,
6: that's life. Yeah. And it's sports is great because you can chime in on your opinion. However, it just blows my mind. I don't know a whole lot about things, Steve. I ain't just, I've never claimed to be a smart guy. Somehow I graduated with a business degree though, never used it, but I, I know one thing and I know it pretty well and it's football. And when people want to question the Billy Napier's of the world, it doesn't matter who the coach is. This is what these guys do as a profession. I don't go down to Shands and question a doctor. We don't go down to the mechanic who's putting in a new, you know, or doing your oil change or you're, you know, putting a new engine in or whatever. We don't question them guys because that's what they
5: do. It's just, it's amazing how some people want to question football coaches. Brett says, I think the Gators match up better this week than the previous three. Howell. Your thoughts?
6: How and where? Yeah, I would like to know that, too.
5: I, I, I'm
6: I'm just hoping we can force a few punts. Boy, they are so explosive on offense in multiple ways. You know, I told you, Doring thinks they have the best receiving core in all of America. Yeah. Hendon Hooker has thrown, what, what did I say, 46 inter- touchdowns and two interceptions since he's taken over the starter. He's protecting the football. Uh, they go so fast. So it'll be interesting to see what we try to do. Peyton says should Manny? we be
5: worried about Eastern Washington?
6: Well, let's worry about the Vols first. Yeah. Maybe that's Peyton Manning. Was that Peyton Manning that emailed in? Uh
5: no, Peyton. He different wa- Peyton. He's wanting us to look ahead of the He Vols. said a decent big sky team could give him a fight. Osar Gators still win, but after that performance I might be a tad concerned. Well, I mean, what if Florida goes to Knoxville and gets beat forty five to ten, forty five to twenty, okay? Without Eastern Washington? I mean, I I don't know. Um, But that's why, you know, every game is its own deal. So, um, well, we'll see in the next few days here what transpires, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, going to be fun. I
6: mean, having Tennessee with all the excitement of game day and stuff there, you know, they're going to do the checkerboard with the fans in the stadium.
5: Uh, I haven't been there since 92. I'm looking forward to going back. It'll be fun. All right, thank you, Shainer. Appreciate you. 128 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
11: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission
21: That's 802-341-4542.
13: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, the Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from the Social's rooftop bar, but you don't need to Wait for a gator game to head to the social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out the socialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at the Social at
17: Midtown. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather: buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville, tie on a tube, toss on a lure. Take a cruise. Ranger boats are known for exceptional performance and unsurpassed design and craftsmanship. Polaris of Gainesville is your one-stop, authorized tracker marine dealer for Ranger fiberglass bass boats, aluminum bass boats, pontoon boats, or Ranger's legendary saltwater series. All powered by Mercury. Enjoy the biggest playground on Earth. Visit Polaris of Gainesville and take your Ranger boat out to play. Polaris of Gainesville is
11: looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust
14: collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person. Visit polarisofgainesville.com.
11: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
3: Scattered showers and storms are possible, especially north and
4: east of Gainesville, as highs today reach into the mid and even upper 80s in a couple of spots. We'll see mostly cloudy skies throughout the afternoon and into the early evening before eventually shower chances to dwindle. Partly cloudy skies are expected tonight. Patchy fog could develop by early tomorrow morning with lows around 70. Tomorrow, highs near 90. From the North Weather Center, i Meteorologist
14: Justin Battler. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. is an excellent coach. I would never doubt that. We said he was the goat. If you're the goat, you got to be doing a little better than this since Brady left. It's your three now. Ah!
12: If, you if, if you're the goat, Brady, man, if
14: you're if you're the goat, you can't be the third best team in your division because the, your quarterback left three years ago. Key,
11: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at six, right here on ESPN, ninety eight FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Coming up at four, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com.
5: All right, the rest of the time it's us, three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at com Byron, hello.
19: <laughs> hey, Steve. Steve, you know, I, I always call and talk about various things, and uh, I, I kind of was trying to put my foot in my mouth, but I was teasing about who's the best pro team in Florida. They're all looking real good, but uh, my team, Jacksonville, pulled off a big one yesterday for me, Steve, and shout out to Coach man. Shout out to Trevor Lawrence, and, 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 I, and, and if anybody watched the game, he ran a couple times, which is Weird, because I, I really don't know if Richardson needs to be running either that much. But, uh, Steve, what I, what I call to say is, at Miami, I agree with you guys. Tua, uh, uh, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. He's from Florida and never would say nothing bad about him. I hope they pay him, too. I ain't going to get into all that. But but they, he didn't beat Tua. He threw for six touchdowns. It's a different game. And, and Tom Brady made a big throw. Steve, I don't know what happened down there, man. Man, that guy, more, whoever he is, man. Steve, I could talk about a million things, but that guy need to be. Man, he, he started that, which could have been a riot or a big fight yesterday, because I'm a Bucs fan, so you know I can't see but one side. But that guy was in Brady's face. He punched for a net. And, and let me stop rambling, Steve. But where I'm going is, 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 you know, we won, and our quarterback is healthy. Miami lost, you know, I was talking about the best college teams in Florida. Miami lost to Texas, and who lost to Appalachian State? And and uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. We we we, we still in there. We're okay, 21. Byron, I got to have hope you. He's not injured. Thank you, Steve. Bye. Okay,
5: thank you. Uh, oh boy, Mark says when I called in my predictions last week, I said UF twenty one, USF seventeen. You asked me why, and I said I don't have faith yet. Both had a laugh. Seems like I was right. Okay. Uh, Shane's not here, Mark, so um, you, you just missed him. Russ says, What I find amazing is when fans question the knowledge of a two time SEC player of the year and a uh, 12 year NFL veteran. Only Gator fans can do this. That's not me, ladies and gentlemen. That's an emailer that's doing that. Uh, Sam emails. He said, Steve. I know you've been around for a long time, and I was a bit surprised when you were critical of Anthony Richardson uh, because he's a local kid. Well, and he, he goes on, but l- l- let me just say this. For whatever this is worth, I'm going to put this to bed, okay? I've coached locally here, Okay? I know a lot of people in this town because I've been in this town for a long time, good or bad. Of course, I want local people, local kids to make good. Not that I don't want everybody to do good, but look, when kids that go to East Side or PK or wherever, you know, do well, that's great. But let's just call this the way that it is. If this was Emery Jones, what do you think the callers would be like? What do you think the callers would be like? There's just a segment of the fan base here that will not criticize a local player. That, that th- 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 There is no doubt in my mind of that. If Emery Jones had the same now. Did Emory Jones have more experience than Anthony Richardson? Absolutely. But I'm just saying, if Emory Jones had the same statistics that Richardson has right now, what would the calls be like? I mean, wow. So look I think everybody understood a work in progress here. I get it. And the work in progress, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes is going to be painful. Maybe this week it changes. Who knows? We will see. All right, uh, let me catch up on emails here that we couldn't get to earlier, and you can still call 392-8255. As the week progresses, a lot about Tennessee. My friend Vince Ferrar from the Sports Animal in Knoxville will be here on Wednesday. Uh, we'll talk to Pro Football Focus and talk a little NFL and college football with them. The voice of the Gators Sean Kelly will be here as well on Thursday. And uh, we've sent out a lot of other feelers for interviews, so we hope that those will come through and you can get a better idea of how this game shapes up. I saved two emails for last because they're really good. Sam says, how would you grade Billy Napier thus far? Fair question. I think there's layers to this, though, Sam. Okay? I'm going to go back to what we talked about in the summer. How a lot of you called here and said this would take time. It was a rebuilding process. And I think sometimes when the season starts, people forget that because they want their team to win. It's very difficult, you know, when, when people uh, grade a team or when somebody says grade a coach. We all do that not knowing anything. It's what our eyes show us, okay? We don't know what the game plan was. We don't know what the play call was. All we can do, and I'm just like you in the end, I'm a fan. I look and, I, and I, what my eyes tell me. Okay, Florida has been really good running the ball. That's the strength of this offense. Has Napier been a bad play caller? No. Has he been a superior play caller? No. I don't think so. Everybody last year blamed Grantham for the defense's ills. Grantham isn't here anymore. The defense still has problems. So maybe it wasn't all Grantham. Now, what you're not seeing is the crazy blitzing that Grantham did, which was boom or bust, but this defense still has problems. So why is that? Is it scheme? Is it personnel? I think I know the answer, but I'll leave that to you. And then the other good emailer here is Paul. He got a great question. He says, in this day and age, when coaches get fired quickly, if Napier ends up below 500 this year, will there be pressure on him next year to win big? And by big, he means eight or nine games. Uh, I mean, if Florida goes you know three and nine, maybe, but I don't again, if most people think this is a multi-year process to get the roster right, then there shouldn't be, but I do think fans want to see improvement they can see for themselves. Another Paul is here, Paul hello
24: i got a, a question, and hopefully I don't aggravate you in how I pose it. You you talk about, on a lot of plays, when you're talking about Napier's play calling, how we don't know what the defense was, we don't know what the call was, we don't want to know what the format was, we don't know this, that, and other. But we know, late in the game, down on the goal line, that we could run the football. And there was a play called, I think it's called RPO, which means run yep. pass option. Yep. Why... Why should we be expected? Because we're all dumb fans, right? I mean, I, I, I No, say that no
5: I don't think that at all. But,
24: but why am I to trust that on the play, that don't throw the ball here, coach. Don't even give him the option. Just let him run the ball. But on the other 50, or and we, and I think we ran less than 50 plays or maybe around 50 plays.
14: 48. A play, it wasn't
24: a, a, a lot. I just, and I, I, I'm totally all in. With Napier, but I feel like I'm all in with a lot of these coaches early on. You know, they all say the right things. I mean, after the the postgame conference, I mean, he gave he I thought he had, he gave USF a lot of credit, which I think is good. But it goes back to what you said a little earlier about what our eyeballs see. My eyeballs shouldn't see. I mean, the defense is not that great. Anthony's getting a lot of the the, the criticism. The, the, the defense has struggled. Sure, certainly, the the defensive line is 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 a work in progress too. Um, but I, I the play calling a little bit. And then my second sort of, I just, I don't think we'll ever be able to wrap around my head that there's not a quarterback on the roster that we can't put. And I'm not talking about you've got four or five guys that you can plug and play. But shoot, we just need a three star out of somewhere, somewhere that just can throw completions. And I believe if we had that person on the, and I realize Miller's hurt, but, I mean, is, is Kitna really that far behind that, that we? Because we certainly can lose a game with Anthony at quarterback. We've we've proven that, and and I'm, I'm all in on local. I'm all in. I don't want to see Anthony fail. Okay. But I think some of the eyeball test is. But I'll let you smoke. All
5: right, uh, let's go back to your first premise about the RPO. Okay, let's assume that's what was called. From a coaching standpoint. Richardson probably made the right read his throw was brutal right and that's what fans see I get it right and I also get the fact that if you're running the ball successfully forget the RPO call a run play you know I write 33 dive or whatever the hell you're going to call call a running play because you've been successful doing it but a lot of the running play, I, I wouldn't say all, but most of them are RPO types. And he made a bad throw on an RPO read. Uh, the other part about another quarterback. It's interesting to me, Paul, that we've gone from, you know, Anthony Richards is going to win the Heisman to now get him out of there. It's funny. it's It's actually comical. But I've to tried to be...
24: think to those who think he was a Heisman candidate. Yes. I mean I'm not
5: yeah. one of those. No, no. I've tried to be reasonable with this to temper expectation because if you look at take take Anthony Richardson's name away and where he's from. Okay. We have seen from that player some spectacular individual plays. But how much have we seen as a quarterback throwing the football? I, I, I think that's a fair statement. So I don't know. Could Miller have played if he was – I, I, I don't know how much confidence they have in Kitna. But let's say it's, it's Miller, right? Do they have, would they have put him in the game had he been healthy? If Richardson's struggling, can't answer that. But Miller's close to being healthy, so if Richardson does struggle, we'll see if he goes in.
24: I, I and I, I, you know, it's it's a crazy dichotomy because he does. Anthony has done some things that, that open your eyes, but on the flip side, a kid that can just throw completions and that game's not even, it's not You know, it's it's it shouldn't be close. All right. Um, you, I mean, USF bottom ten in the in America, I believe, but. Thanks, Steve. All right,
5: Paul, thank you. 147. Time check brought to you by Hayes Shirley. Final segment coming up. ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF.
11: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
20: Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Silick. Following the Buccaneers win over the Saints last night, Mike Evans has been suspended for one game for unnecessary roughness with Marshawn Latmore. Evans plans to appeal. In Gator sports, women's tennis is kicking off their 2022 fall season today. A trio of Gators will get the season underway at the Lubbock 15K hosted by Texas Tech. Week two of the NFL season concludes with the Monday night football matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. Tune in for live coverage starting right here at 8. And in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays enter into a three-game series against the Houston Astros tonight. With just 16 games remaining the season, the Rays currently sit six games back in the ALEs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywick.
11: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
20: I'm gonna tell you now
5: about Caldwell Realty, Scott Caldwell, your home sold guaranteed realty. If you're considering selling your home. Have you gotten your upfront written agreement that guarantees the sale of your home at your price? Well, you get that, and a whole lot more from Scott Caldwell at your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. His upfront written guarantee says this, your home will sell at your price and in your time frame, or he will buy it. Now, think about the peace of mind that gives you having that upfront written guaranteed sale. It allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell at your price and it's going to be in your time frame too and included in scott's written guarantee is the promise of getting the highest price so if a better offer comes along you get the higher offer not scott's guarantee take it from me call scott caldwell he'll get you right 352-209-0000. 352 209 000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com.
14: Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to
16: make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's Hurricane Preparedness Kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone, know your home. Learn more
14: at FloridaDisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency
5: Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetic's Now, you've put it off long enough, it's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.
3: One thing people really love about International Diamond Center, their diamond experts are not paid on commission. No commission structure means no pressure, brutal honesty, no fluff. That's IDC veteran diamond expert Robbie Blue, who says this approach removes the stress and puts you in control. If I've got three items here and it doesn't benefit me to sell you any one of those, I want you to pick what you like. There's zero incentive to upsell you or steer you in a more expensive direction. If I show you three diamonds that are the shape, that you're after and the size. And if one is 11000 one is 8000 and one is 6000 do you see a difference? No commission means I can tell you that take that 2000 or 3000 and put it somewhere in your life that will make a difference. If you can't tell the differences, then don't spend it. No commission sales means more honesty, more transparency, and overall just a more pleasant experience. It makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable, I think, for me, and I'm very much believe for the client. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point.
7: Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And, you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash auto loan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No
14: purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. There is only
11: one head ball coach, and you can hear him every Tuesday right here. Steve Spurrier joins Shane Matthews and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. live to bring you Inside the Huddle. And while I got your attention here, let me say something. The HBC's analysis, thoughts, and opinions on everything from the Gators and the SEC to the national football landscape.
23: God has smiled on the Gators, no question about
11: it. Right here on WRUF. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF.
7: This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
1: a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
5: All right. Got about five minutes left today. If you can do me a big favor. I'm going to read a good email from Gator 305 here. And I want to spill it over into tomorrow's conversation. He says, we're in agreement with the following Gator assessment. We are who we are. We have a running quarterback that's learning how to throw. I think Coach Napier could have managed AR better in the last two games by scheming More running plays for him. I know the other team's defense is trying to take away the run, but I still think giving A.R. more runs and trusting his athletic ability would improve his confidence and maybe his passing. Your thoughts? Let me give you a baseball analogy with that. Okay? A pitcher. I I pitched. Okay? I'm having trouble throwing my breaking ball it's either being hit all over the place or I can't throw it for a strike. So now my catcher is going to signal more fastballs and more change-ups. But there's going to come a point, I've got to throw the breaking ball. So is throwing strikes with my fastball and my change-up going to give me more confidence throwing a pitch I have trouble throwing for a strike? Football, so you're going to call more runs for Anthony Richardson to give him more confidence in the passing game. That doesn't make any sense to me. And again, if you if you make him be a runner, that's fine. It takes away runs from the other three tailbacks as well, who are really good. People are going to point to Bo Hannon. Because he ran for over 100 yards. Okay, he did. He also threw two picks. He was also 12 of 28 for 116 yards. 12 of 28 for 116 yards. Okay, that's that's not good. So, yeah, did a nice job with his legs. Not very good throwing the ball. So, when you're a dual-threat quarterback, remember what the key word there is. Dual, not singular. A singular threat means you do something, one thing well. A dual threat obviously means more than that. Rob, hello.
25: Steve, um, I think, you know, we got to let it ride, and Billy's being real, really composed about it, and you have to be patient. And a W is a W. You take them however you can get them. I just can't stand these Gator fans that when you lose the and they get on the phone and you think they've lost. You, you win the game and you learn from the game and you improve next week. And that's what I hope we do. Um I go back to game one, Stephen, and he threw the ball well in game one. He was putting it in where it needed to be. And um so I, I think he can get that together. But, they just have to play amongst themselves and just don't worry about the outside noise. And um, I we're right where we need to be. And yeah, Gator fans are going to be critical, but we're right where we need to be. I mean, I didn't think we were going to be three and O. Did you?
5: No, but I I would I would take exception to mm-hmm. where this team that it they're right where they need to be. Uh, the defense can't stop a train in the running game. And the quarterback position has trouble throwing the football, so I don't think this team is where is anywhere close to that.
25: Yeah, and that's why we have practice, and this week we're going to shore that up, and come 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 Tennessee. They better know this is a big time game in a big time state, and y'all need to go up there and 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 play as a unit, play together, and you guys come out of there with a W. I mean, it's just we'll see, but I'm I'm, I'm can't wait for it, but. Let's learn, see how they learn in practice, Steve, and see if they're learning and not getting big hits. Thank
5: you. Rob, thank you. John, you'll be our final caller. i got about a minute. Go ahead.
4: Hey, Steve. I'm going to use your example, baseball. Um, a guy uh, is in a slump. He goes out in the field, makes an amazing play. Confidence starts, starts beaming through him. He goes up to bat with that confidence and gets a hit. I think that's what people are talking about. The confidence doesn't have to come from the same motion, you know. In order, it it can come from another part of the game. I think is what people are saying.
5: It can, but but remember, you still have to have the skill set to throw the ball. You still have. And he does.
4: we've seen him,
5: right? We've seen him. No, we have not. We have not seen seen that. we have not seen – John, what what game – where have we seen that he has the ability to be a good thrower? Tell, I mean, tell me the game I've you saw that. Him,
4: I've seen him throw nice balls to players, and I'm not saying he can read one to the next to the next, but he has made some throws. Uh,
5: yes, he's made some throws, no doubt about yeah. it. but to say that he is an accomplished thrower?
4: Oh, no, I would never say that. But I think he apparently is one to lose confidence quickly. And you you may need another source to feed that confidence. That's what people – I'm not saying I agree 100%, but I understand sometimes you got to feed it from another trough. If I got you. Know you. What I mean.
12: All
5: right, John, thank you for your call. That's going to do it for our show for today. We thank you for listening. Don't forget, tomorrow, 11 o'clock, inside the huddle with the head ball coach and the Gator QB, then sports scene at noon. Thanks to Brad for producing today, and we thank you for calling. We'll do it again tomorrow. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.